0: You're listening to L-Town Radio, the Livingston Library podcast.
1: Welcome and thank you for listening to the March 2023 episode of L-Town Radio, the Livingston Public Library podcast. I'm Joe from the Adult Services and Acquisitions Department. In this episode, Jessica will tell us about some of the most anticipated books headed to our shelves in March, along with the various book club discussions we have coming up this month. Archana will also talk about some of the programs we have on our March calendar, and in honor of St. Patrick's Day, Hong Mei will play a bit of a famous irish song but first i want to talk about artificial intelligence for decades artificial intelligence or ai for short has been a technology that existed almost entirely in the realm of science fiction and very often ai was depicted as a kind of tragic development in the course of human evolution think of the ai character known as hal in Stanley Kubrick's film 2001, A Space Odyssey, refusing to carry out orders of the human astronauts aboard its ship with deadly consequences, or James Cameron's Terminator films where the development of AI leads to global war between humans and machines. But over the last few months, AI has been in the news a lot because it's actually starting to become an everyday reality. Today, You can use AI to do things that previously only humans were able to do, such as write essays and compose visual images. Personally, I've had a lot of fun experimenting with what AI can do creatively over the last few months, and I've even begun to wonder how AI might help shape the future of public libraries. So with that in mind, I thought I would talk about some of these ideas with an actual artificial intelligence. So my guest on this episode of L-Town Radio is ChatGPT, the chatbot developed by the research laboratory OpenAI, whose prototype was launched in November of last year. Welcome to L-Town Radio, ChatGPT. It's very exciting to talk with you and to have you share your thoughts, so to speak, with our listeners. So first question, how do you see artificial intelligence shaping the future of public libraries?
2: Artificial intelligence has the potential to significantly shape the future of public libraries in a number of ways. Here are some possible ways in which AI could impact public libraries. Personalization. AI can help public libraries to personalize their offerings to individual users based on their interests past borrowing history, and other factors. This could lead to a more tailored user experience, with suggestions for books, articles, and other resources that are more likely to be of interest to the user. Collection management, AI can help public libraries to manage their collections more efficiently by identifying items that are popular, identifying gaps in the collection, and predicting future demand. This could help librarians to make better decisions about which resources to purchase and when. Customer service, AI-powered chatbots and virtual assistants can provide 24-7 customer service to library patrons, answering common questions and helping users to find resources. This could free up librarians to focus on more complex questions and tasks. Accessibility. AI can help public libraries to make their resources more accessible to people with disabilities, such as those with visual impairments. For example, AI-powered text-to-speech technology can read books and other materials aloud making them accessible to people who cannot read printed text. Information literacy. AI can be used to help patrons improve their information literacy skills by identifying reliable sources of information and evaluating the credibility of sources. This could help users to become more discerning consumers of information, which is particularly important in today's digital age. It's important to note that these are just a few possible ways in which AI could shape the future of public libraries. The actual impact will depend on a number of factors including the availability of AI technologies, the willingness of libraries to adopt these technologies, and the needs and preferences of library patrons.
1: Well, thank you for that very thorough response. Um, Let's go back to what you mentioned about personalization. Um, So in 2022, for example, the top circulated nonfiction books at the Livingston Public Library were Educated by Tara Westover, Finding Me by Viola Davis, Cast by Isabel Wilkerson, and Becoming by Michelle Obama. So based on this information, what other nonfiction books would you recommend to Livingston Public Library users?
2: Based on the popularity of those titles, here are some other nonfiction books that I would recommend for library users. The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks by Rebecca Skloot, The Warmth of Other Suns by Isabel Wilkerson, Born a Crime by Trevor Noah, The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking by Susan Cain, Bad Blood, Secrets and Lies in a Silicon Valley Startup by John Carreyrou. Just Mercy by Bryan Stevenson, Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Noah Harari, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle these books cover a range of topics, including memoir, social justice issues, self-improvement, history, and science. They have also been widely acclaimed and popular with readers, which suggests they may appeal to the same readers who enjoyed the top circulated non-fiction books at the Livingston Library in 2022.
1: Thank you for those recommendations. Those titles all sound very interesting. Um, I'm especially curious to know more about Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. What More can you tell me about that book? Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval
2: Noah Harari is a nonfiction book that explores the history of the human species. From the emergence of Homo sapiens in Africa to the present day, it covers a wide range of topics, including the development of human culture, language, and technology, the rise of agriculture and the formation of societies, and the impact of science and industry on the modern world. Harari argues that much of human progress has been driven by our ability to create and believe in shared myths, such as religion, money, and political ideologies, which have allowed us to cooperate in larger and more complex societies. He also discusses the impact of humans on the environment and other species, and raises questions about the future of humanity in the face of emerging technologies like artificial intelligence and genetic engineering. The book has been praised for its engaging writing style, thought-provoking ideas, and interdisciplinary approach, which draws on fields like history, anthropology, and biology to provide a comprehensive overview of human history. It has become a popular book among readers interested in science, history, and philosophy, and has been translated into over 50 languages.
1: You'll hear more of my discussion with ChatGPT in just a few moments, but first, let's take a short break and have Jessica, the head of our Adult Services and Acquisitions Department, tell us about some of the book club discussions that we have scheduled for March.
0: Hello, L-Town Radio listeners. Are you looking to join a book club? If so, the Livingston Public Library is the place for you. The library currently has five book clubs three of which meet virtually and two of which meet in person that appeal to a wide array of reading interests here's what our book clubs are reading this month wednesday march 8th at 7 p.m bookish vibes book club our bookish vibes book club meets virtually and we'll be reading the shore by katie rundy who will also be zooming into the discussion thursday march 9th at 11 a.m thrilling tales our thrilling tales book club meets in person this month we will be reading the woman in cabin 10 by ruth Ware. Friday, March 10th at 12.30 p.m., Let's Talk About Books. Let's Talk About Books also meets virtually. This month, we will be discussing The Extraordinary Life of Sam Hell by Robert Dugani. Monday, March 13th at 7 p.m., Crime Time. Crime Time also meets virtually. This month, we will be reading Blood and Ink, The Scandalous Jazz Age Double Murder That Hooked America on True Crime by Joe Pompeo. Wednesday, March 15th at 7 p.m., Cookbook Club. Cookbook Club meets in person and is the perfect place to share ideas, kitchen tips, and yummy recipes. This month we will be reading and sharing dishes from Jewish by Jake Cohen. We hope to see you at one of these book clubs and we can't wait to hear what you're reading. So make sure you stop by the library and let us know. See you soon. Bye.
1: Thank you so much, Jessica. And now here's part two of my interview with ChatGPT. let's move to fiction. So in 2022, the top circulating adult fiction books at our library were The Match by Harlan Coben, Livingston's own, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens, and Death of the Black Widow by James Patterson. So based on that information, what other adult fiction books would you recommend for Livingston Library readers?
2: Certainly, here are some adult fiction books that you might find interesting based on the popular titles you mentioned. The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides, a psychological thriller about a woman who shoots her husband and then stops speaking, leaving her therapist to unravel the mystery of what drove her to commit the crime. The Dutch House by M. Hatchett, a family drama spanning several decades, told through the perspective of two siblings who are forced to confront their past when they inherit the lavish Dutch house estate. Anxious People by Frederick Backman, a comedic yet poignant novel about a group of strangers who are taken hostage during an apartment viewing, and the unexpected connections they make with each other. The Guest List by Lucy Foley, a twisty thriller set on a remote island off the coast of Ireland, where a glamorous wedding turns deadly as secrets and betrayals are revealed. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab, a fantastical tale of a young, woman who makes a Faustian bargain for immortality, but must live her life without being remembered by anyone she mates. These books have all received critical acclaim and have been popular among readers. I hope you find something that you enjoy.
1: Well, thank you for that list and also for offering little synopses of each title. Um, So Livingston also has a large community of adults who are English language learners and a very common question we get is for recommendations for books for these kinds of readers, so can you recommend some books for adult readers who are learning English as a new language?
2: Yes, absolutely. Here are some novels that may be helpful for adult English language learners. To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee, this classic novel is written in accessible language and features a compelling story that is easy to follow. The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. This international bestseller has simple, poetic language that is perfect for English language learners. The Great Getsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. This novel has a relatively simple plot and straightforward language, making it a good choice for English learners. The House on Mango Street by Sandra Cisneros. This coming-of-age novel is written in short, poetic chapters that are easy to understand. The Joy Luck Club by Amy Tan. This novel is written in accessible language and features a compelling story about family relationships and cultural identity. The Old Man and the Sea by Ernest Hemingway. This short novel is written in simple, direct language, making it a good choice for English learners. The in The Rye by J.D. Salinger. This novel features colloquial language that can be helpful for English learners looking to improve their conversational skills. The Outsiders by S.E. Hinton. This novel is written in accessible language and features a relatable story about teenage life. These novels are all well-regarded classics that can help English learners improve their language.
1: Okay, thank you for that. Um, I'll just bother you then with one more set of book recommendations, this time for the young readers in our community. So in 2022, the top circulating juvenile fiction titles at our library were... The One and Only Bob by Katherine Applegate, Aru Shah and the Nectar of Immortality by Roshana Chokshi, and Refugee by Alan Gratz. So based on that, what other juvenile fiction books might be of interest to young readers in the Livingston community?
2: Certainly. Here are some recommendations for juvenile fiction books that may be of interest to young readers in the Livingston community. The Wild Robot by Peter Brown, a heartwarming story about a robot who washes up on an uninhabited island and learns to survive in the wilderness by making friends with the animals. New Kid by Jerry Craft, a graphic novel about a 7th grader who starts at a prestigious private school where he struggles to fit in as one of the few students of color. The Serpent's Secret by Say Anthony Dasgupta, an adventure-filled story about a young girl who discovers she is part of an ancient Indian mythological lineage and must save her family from a demon. The War That Saved My Life by Kimberly Brubaker Bradley, a historical fiction novel about a girl with a physical disability who is evacuated from London during World War II and discovers a new sense of freedom and family in the countryside. The One and Only Ivan by Catherine Applegate, a companion book. To The One and Only Bob, which follows the story of a gorilla who lives in captivity in a shopping mall and dreams of a better life. These books have all been popular among young readers and have received critical acclaim. I hope these recommendations are helpful.
1: Coming up, I'll ask ChatGPT about information literacy, whether AI bots would make good librarians, and the future of human AI relations. But first, here's Archana to tell us about some of the great programs we have scheduled on our March calendar.
3: Hello, listeners. I'm Archana Chiplunkar, and it is good to be back on the podcast after a brief break. As we look ahead to the month of March and to the first signs of spring, you can also look forward to some exciting adult programs coming here at the library, including a couple of programs in honor of Women's History Month. On March 6th at 7pm, we present Three Visionary Women, Three Great Museums by speaker Janet Mandel. What does a woman do when she's born to great privilege, has enormous wealth, loves to travel to faraway places and has a healthy dose of intellectual curiosity? Well, she collects art, of course. And then she must envision a place to exhibit her treasures so that the world can appreciate her passion. This talk will examine the lives of three remarkable women who defied society's expectations. Isabella Stewart Gardner, Helen Crawler Muller and Peggy Guggenheim. Janet will trace the steps each took to amass three of the most important collections of art in the world and how they built the museums to hold their treasures. And you will see some amazing paintings too. So come along on the journey. Then on March 13th at 7 p.m., we present Quilting Through the Centuries. Quilting is one of the oldest forms of women's crafting. Join Liberty Hall Museum, a historic house and garden museum located in Union, New Jersey, as we weave together how the history of quilting in the United States provides key insights into the history of women from colonial times to today. Discover how changing technology altered the popular forms of quilting and how women have used quilting as a way to have their voices be heard. Whether utilitarian or artistic, quilts provide us clues of what life was like for American women over the past 250 years. This talk is accompanied by images and videos of quilts and historic quilting techniques, as well as actual hand-sewn quilts from the Liberty Hall's collection. Then on March 16th at 11 a.m., get an introduction to the fascinating world of bonsai and learn how to get started in this ancient living art. Bonsai is a Japanese term which literally translated means planted in a container. It's the art of cultivating and growing beautiful small trees that actually mimic a large tree. It's a tradition that has been carried out for over a thousand years. Join Master Gardener Arnie Friedman in this illustrated talk as he shares with us his personal journey of discovery into the world of bonsai. Surveying the 3000 year history of gardening in miniature, he will talk of early attempts at creating ancient looking trees and how the skills can be developed using modern day tools and resources. He'll talk of key terms and concepts, show you how to get started, as well as cover the basics of care, cultivation and maintenance of bonsai trees. With the weather getting milder, we're also entering into the spring and summer travel season. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to camp underneath the Milky Way? And what about seeing a sunrise from the top of a volcano? Join us on March 20th at 7pm as we travel around the National Parks of the United States via Zoom. World traveller Chris McCormack will detail the beauty of many parks through breathtaking photos and stories that will make you feel as if you have explored the parks yourself. Chris will share practical information and tips on how to travel the parks such as park passes, apps for best prizes, spots to camp, and what to bring. After this informative presentation on the ins and outs of exploring these natural wonders, you and your family will be ready to explore the mountains of Wyoming, volcanoes of Hawaii, and coastlines of Maine. Thank you. Thank you very much, Archana. And now
1: here is the third and final part of my interview with Chat GPT. now that we've done a bit of personalization in terms of reader's advisory for library users, let's go back to information literacy, which you mentioned earlier um, as being extremely important, especially in this day and age. So can you give library users any advice about how to develop information literacy and how to evaluate the reliability of information sources? Certainly. Here are a few tips. Be skeptical.
2: Don't believe everything you read or hear, especially on social media. Always consider the source of the information and look for evidence to support any claims. Check multiple sources. Don't rely on a single source for information. Check multiple sources to get a broader perspective and to ensure that the information is accurate. Evaluate the author and publisher. Look up the author and publisher of the information to determine their credibility and expertise in the subject matter. Also, be aware of any potential biases they may have. Look for quality indicators, evaluate the quality of the information by looking for things like proper citations, references to primary sources, and peer-reviewed articles. Be mindful of your own biases, recognize that we all have our own biases and try to approach information with an open mind. Be willing to consider multiple perspectives and adjust your thinking based on new information. Consult with... A librarian, librarians are experts in information literacy and can provide guidance on evaluating sources and finding reliable information. By following these tips, you can develop the critical thinking skills necessary to be a discerning consumer of information and make informed decisions based on accurate information.
1: Thank you very much for that. Um, It seems like you would make a pretty good librarian. Would you be interested in working as a public librarian?
2: As an AI language model, I don't have feelings or desires like humans do, so I wouldn't be able to work as a public librarian in the traditional sense. However, AI has the potential to be a valuable tool for librarians, helping them to manage collections, provide personalized recommendations to patrons, and perform other tasks more efficiently. That being said, there will always be a need for human librarians who can provide more personalized and in-depth services to patrons, such as helping them to find resources, answering complex questions, and providing guidance on research and information literacy. While AI can provide some level of assistance, it cannot replace the human touch that is so important in the world of libraries. In short, AI can be a valuable tool for librarians, but it cannot replace the unique skills and expertise that human librarians bring to the table.
1: All right. Well, it's good to know that we humans will still have a place in the library. Uh, That's about All the time we have for now but i really appreciate everything you've had to share with us about ai and public libraries and i hope that uh, humans and artificial intelligence will continue to work together amicably down the road
2: thank you for the stimulating conversation i'm glad i could assist you and share my insights on these topics it was my pleasure to be of help and i hope you'll have a great day
1: so then before you go just one final question Do you think humans and AI will continue to work together amicably down the road? As an
2: AI language model, I do not have personal feelings or beliefs. However, I can say that the future of human and AI interaction depends on how we choose to use and develop AI technology. If we prioritize ethical and responsible development, and ensure that AI is designed to augment and support human abilities rather than replace them, then it is possible for humans and AI to continue to work together amicably in the future.
1: That's exactly what you'd expect AI to say if it wanted to lull us into a false sense of security before taking all our jobs and seizing control of the planet, isn't it? Well, I'm just half-joking. In all seriousness, I certainly was having a bit of fun with this interview, but I am genuinely very interested in and excited about all the new ways AI, AI technology is developing lately, particularly when it comes to the world of information and libraries. And I think that As with any technology, there will be benefits and drawbacks and I agree with ChatGPT in the sense that we have to keep an eye on how to harness this technology ethically and responsibly. I also want to clarify that my interview with ChatGPT was 100% genuine. Technically, it took place initially through textual, textual communication on my laptop through a web browser. I then later recorded myself reading my part aloud and then fed ChatGPT's responses through the text to speech program on my MacBook. But the words in the conversation that you heard were totally legit with only minor edits in the interest of clarity. So I hope you found ChatGPT's responses as interesting as I did, and I hope that maybe it made you feel a little more hopeful about the future of human. AI relations. And now, let us enjoy a little musical interlude courtesy of Hong Mei, who will share with us a song in honor of St. Patrick's Day and Irish American Heritage Month.
3: March is Irish American Heritage Month, and March 17th is St. Patrick's Day. To celebrate, let's enjoy a famous Irish song called This is a Rebel Song, the singer Sinead O'Connor is known for her considerable talent, her outspoken nature, and sometimes controversial political views. This is a rebel song can be interpreted as a pain love song from an Irish woman to her English lover, or as plaintive cry by Airline, pleading for recognition and appreciation by England.
0: So why should
2: I not?
1: Thank you very much for sharing that, Hung Mei, and thank you for offering those interpretations of the song. I never really thought about it in those ways before. I am, myself, a pretty big fan of Sinead O'Connor's work. There's so many of her songs that I love. There's a song by her called My Darling Child that I'll often play for my own child during bath time because it's such a very beautiful, soothing song. You can hear... Some of Sinead O'Connor's music yourself with your Livingston Library card on Hoopla Digital. You can also read or listen to her recent memoir called Rememberings, which is available in print as an audiobook or as an ebook using your Livingston Library card. And now let's bring back Jessica to this show to tell us about some of the most anticipated books headed to our shelves in March.
0: Hello, L-Town Radio listeners. Are you as excited for new books as we are? Here's a sneak peek of what you can look forward to reading this March. Please note descriptions are taken from the publisher. What Happened to Ruthie Ramirez by Claire Jimenez, March 7th. A powerful debut novel of a Puerto Rican family in Staten Island who discovers their long missing sister is potentially alive and cast in a reality TV show, and they set out to bring her home. The Sister Effect by Susan Mallory, March 7th. Beloved best-selling author Susan Mallory brings readers an emotional, witty, and heartfelt story that explores the nuances of a broken family's complex emotions as they strive to become whole in this uplifting story of human frailty and resilience. Old Babes in the Wood by Margaret Atwood, March 7th, a dazzling collection of short stories from the internationally acclaimed award-winning author of The Handmaid's Tale and the Testaments. Stories that look deeply into the heart of family relationships, marriage, loss, and memory, and what it means to spend a life together. The Golden Spoon by Jessa Maxwell, March 7th. Only murders in the building meets the maid in this darkly beguiling, locked-room mystery where someone turns up dead on the set of TV's hottest banking competition. Perfect for fans of Nita Prose, Richard Osman, and Anthony Horowitz. Paris by Paris Hilton, March 14th, a million meetings and a single name, heiress, party girl, problem child, selfie taker, model, cover girl, reality star. These are the labels that have been attached to Paris Hilton by others, founder, entrepreneur, pop culture maker, innovator, survivor, activist, daughter, sister, wife, mom. These are the roles Paris Hilton embraces now as a fully realized woman. I Will Find You by Harlan Coben, March 14th. Five years ago, an innocent man began a life sentence for murdering his own son. Today, he found out his son is still alive. Loyalty by Lisa Scatolini, March 28th. Number one best-selling author Lisa Scatolini presents Loyalty, an emotional, action-packed epic of love and justice set during the rise of the mafia in Sicily. Hang the Moon by Jeanette Walls, March 28th. From Jeanette Walls, the number one New York Times bestselling author of The Glass Castle, comes a riveting new novel about an indomitable young woman in Virginia during Prohibition. We can't wait to hear what books you're most excited to read this March. Make sure you stop by the library and let us know and say hello. We can't wait to see you. See you soon. Bye.
1: Thank you, Jessica. Well, that's about it for this episode of L-Town Radio. Thank you again to our special guest, ChatGPT. Thanks also to Jessica, Archana, and Hong Mei for their contributions to this month's episode. And of course, thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. I hope you'll tune in again next month. Don't forget, you can listen to and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow any one of our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can read our daily blog at livingstonlibrary.org slash blog, which of course is part of our new and improved website, livingstonlibrary.org. You can go there to search our catalog, browse our events calendar, or use our many, many digital resources 24 hours a day. And of course, we're open seven days a week for all your librarian needs, so I hope you'll also come down to see us in person. Until next time, stay safe, stay kind, and stay curious.